Hey everyone, Kristen Maysher here. Are you ready to be fired up? Because I am so excited. I've got Trish Picaro. She is the owner of 110 Magazine. She's a powerhouse of a woman. She's somebody dear to my heart. And so if you are ready to learn awesome marketing strategies and how she actually was in real estate and transitioned to something else, then stay tuned after this short message. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, can I get real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or lending business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different to actually get a different result? Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well, I think it's time to try something new, and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next 15 days and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15 day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, then it means nothing at all. So visit 3clientsin30.com slash podcast right now and I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes. And be sure to check out KristaMayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time. Trish, you are here. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Trish, for doing this. I really appreciate you. Tell us a little bit about you and who you are. Okay, so um, as you know, but I'll let everybody know, I am the owner and publisher of a local lifestyle magazine here in East Contra Costa County. Uh, so I've been doing that for the past 13 years. I am very active in the community, past chamber president, do a lot with nonprofits and just very community active. I've got a beautiful family and I'm actually a grandma. I have a nine month old grandson. Yeah. Oh, how fun is that? You know, I really want to be a grandma, but not now, but I, I know that when I am, I'm going to be amazing, but I, I'm not ready for about probably seven, eight years, kids. So just hold back. <laughs> <laughs> Give me eight years, you know? Well, even then it's kind of like, oh, wow, grandma. I mean, I still think I'm in my twenties and then maybe thirties, but it's like, no, no, I'm, I am an official grandma and it's, it's fantastic. So whether you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this and so you can't see Trish, she's gorgeous. But even more on the outside as she is on the inside, I, I really, truly, truly am, am dear to her. I've actually been uh, marketing her magazine for years and years. It's so funny. The, last night, my kids just said, Mom, we don't show up anymore on the internet when we put in that magazine like we did. Because I had my kids on the, on the magazine when they were little, when, we were, when I was going through the divorce. So they, they love that too. Okay, so Trish, tell us a little bit about um, what you do and how, like, how did you transition from real estate into um, doing this magazine and what made you do that? Good question. Okay, so I had been very successful in real estate and it brought me out to the Brentwood area. I actually changed from resale to selling new homes and um, fell in love with Brentwood. And then the market crashed back in like 2008 or around there, right? Yes. And it became a very difficult market. And so I felt as if I was it was time for a change for me. I'd been doing it for a long time. And an opportunity came up, a magazine that I absolutely loved came available for sale. And I was looking to invest in a local business, but something that I felt would really do well in a uh, town like Brentwood, where we're at. And um, uh, so 
I found out it was for sale and um, I decided to look into it. Two gentlemen had founded it and started it and it actually went out of business. And then I um, came along and I decided to revive it. And that was 13 years ago. Wow. So tell me a little bit about that. So first of all, you have, I want you to, if you're listening or watching, think about this. I mean, she's in real estate, the market crashes, right? She, she moves here because of the opportunities and boom, market crashes. And she decides to actually completely change careers. So whether you're new into real estate and you've left a, a, a career to get into real estate or whether you're thinking about getting out of real estate, I want you to think about how scary that can be. My dog wants out here. There you go, Pepper. She's going to be scratching to get back in and even I know her. <laughs> Um, she's like, I don't know what I want. So imagine the scariness of that. I can only imagine the fear of, of leaving a whole new business. Now, did you have to invest in the business or because it was, you, you had to invest? I did have to invest, which was very scary. So do you mind me asking what the investment was? Um, well, I invested 80,000 immediately into the business. Like 80,000 right dollars immediately. So here's the crazy thing about that, Trish. <laughs> is that real estate agents don't even like investing anything in their business and they, and they think it should just all come. And I, I'm, I'm such a proponent about investing in yourself, taking the plunge to learn skills to get new. You invested $80,000 initially. Wow. In a business I knew nothing about. Oh my gosh. So how did you even okay. do that? Uh, what, what I, I'll tell you what I've learned along the way is people would tell me, uh, a lot of people, I, I, first of all, I went to mentors and I said, should I do this? Should I not? Men, uh, one of my top, actually one of my favorite real estate mentors who was a top producer and made millions of dollars a year said, you're crazy. Don't do it. Right? Who was that? Who was that? That was Helga Proudfoot. And she used to work in Remax East Bay in, in Fremont. And she I don't remember her. Okay. So gosh, yeah, not in this area, not in this area. So, uh, because I came from the East Bay. So she told me, don't do it. You're crazy. Um, and then my mother told me, you know what, whatever you do, you're going to be successful at if you put your mind to it. And then I watched a lot of Oprah and I just, um, I did my due diligence though. I went out and what I did was I talked to people and I said, Hey, if I take this business over, you used to be a customer. Will you be a customer again? If not, why not? And I really went out there and everybody I went to said, I will, I love this magazine. So I loved the magazine. And a lot of people did as well. And they, uh, many people told me they would, they would come back as a client if I re revamped it. And so I also had to look at the business model and, and figure out how to cut costs, which I did right off the top. I remember and Dino telling me, so listen to how cool they are. Okay. So they used to pay to have the, the magazine distributed. Okay. And what her and her husband did was they, they put their hard blood, sweat and tears and they would hand deliver via car all of these magazines to every single home in Antioch, Brentwood, Oakley, and Discovery Bay. I mean, they would hand deliver it. So they saved a lot of money and they were willing to yeah. kind of be a little bit different and, and be willing to change directions to save some money. That's incredible. Absolutely. That was one of the big things that, that is what had taken them out of the business, the postage cost, because it used to be mailed. I used to get it. And, um, and so that was a game changer for us. However, I didn't know what the reaction was going to be. We poly wrap it really nicely. Um, I wanted to make sure it was delivered. I didn't want to just hire anybody. So my family, my son delivered this magazine for years. My husband helped him get that all set situated. My husband would deliver the magazine. I mean, there'd be times when I would go to business to business and deliver the magazines myself. 
And uh, so I made oh, sure- Oh, I, I can attest to that. You've hand-delivered <laughs> magazines to my business. And in fact, just to let everyone know, I do a, a full page ad in Trisha's magazine. I've paid to be on the cover of her magazine. And um, I wanted to say, she's so gracious because I've been supporting her. I, I love supporting local businesses. And she actually just out of the goodness of her heart recommended me to be in her magazine for free for the month of March for this women-owned business movement that's going on March 28th to support local businesses. And I just want to say how it totally goes around full circle when you support each other, you support women, you support local businesses. And I mean, now I'm going to be getting exposed to hundreds of thousands of people in my local community being on the front page of a magazine and in a magazine and on a website for free, all because I supported Trish. Absolutely. Absolutely. And because she likes me. <laughs> ah, yes. No, I absolutely do. Though, But you've also been a leader in the community. You've also done so much work yourself, um, not just for your business, but for something that you were personally passionate about. So that is, and I'm all about sharing stories and telling, and I feel as if when you, when it's in print, it is forever, even though we're digital as well. And we're on the, you know, the social media and we're online on the web, but uh, telling stories and keeping, and that's your legacy. So that's one of the things why I love the magazine. And one of the reasons why I came on board is because I was passionate about being a reader of these stories. And now I got to be part of the storytelling and helping to choose who gets to be in the magazine, um, telling their stories, uh, just sharing that. And I feel as if I'm kind of a vessel that puts that together. I don't, I'm not the writer. I'm not that talented of a writer. I'm not a talented uh, um, designer, but I have those talented people who do a beautiful job on my team. And then I, I kind of have the vision of what, it, what I want it to be. And then uh, I get to meet people like you. I get to meet other people that are doing great things in the community or in their lives and they want to share it with people and they want to touch lives. So I'm thrilled that I get to be a part of that. And you are a master at it. I mean, what don't they able to say is you're a master at storytelling. You're a master at making people feel special and important. Um, and there is so much power behind a personal story. I mean, even for me, I've got, to, I've got to say, I think people in the community have always looked at me and thought that I was somebody that just naturally has it, you know, was lucky, right? No one ever knew my, my true story until actually you told it in the 110 magazine. That was the first time that people ever realized, oh my gosh, Krista came from a group home and a foster home and, yes. you know, she was in juvenile hall and yes. um, yeah. And she, you know, her husband left her and left everything and she was left with nothing. And now she's created all this and they didn't know anything about my giving back to the community or, or my teens lifting lives program. And you actually did an article on me about that as well and for free. And I remember telling you, no, I don't want to do it because I'm not doing it for that reason. And you said, you need to do it. And I said, okay, but people will judge and think a certain way until they get to know the true person. I think it's really, really helped me in my, in my business. Absolutely. And, and to me, I do see the people who like you and other people who are doing things just out of the goodness of their heart. It's not like, Oh, look at me. And it has nothing to do with that. It is something that um, that you were meant to, to, to be a part of, and that is a passion. And so when I see that, I'm like, Ooh, that's what we want to hear. We don't want to hear about the people who are out shooting their own horn, um, just to um, get recognition. It's really about the people who are doing things that they're passionate about. And then hearing stories like yours about coming through the hard times, which, I mean, I didn't have the easiest upbringing, I would say. 
um, not anything like your story by any means, but you know, I'm, my family didn't have a, we didn't have a lot of money. I put myself through college. I worked two jobs. I lived on my own. I had, you know, I kind of just had to, I was one of the only people out of all my friends and family that actually went to college. So I wasn't really in that environment. And, um, so, you know, it was, uh, it was definitely, um, something that I was able to overcome to some degree and, and yes. excel from, and then come out. And then at some point I had no idea I would ever own my own business. And I didn't even think about that. I love I though, just, you're such a powerhouse because what I want people to understand is like really get where she was at. I mean, this is a woman who knew nothing about this magazine, but she took it upon herself to learn, to ask questions, to go out and, and do things to find out how she could bring people back and the reasons why they left. And then she solved all those problems, brought an amazing team together. Now she has a thriving, thriving business. There's not one person in this county, in East County, that does not know the 110 Magazine, does not know Trish and her super hot husband, um, you know, Dino, <laughs> I love him so much, that, that is so willing to just, I mean, you have to be willing to take a risk. You have to be willing to make an investment, right? And otherwise you wouldn't be where you're at. And, you know, I will say my real estate career is what uh, gave me the background to learn about, because you are in business for yourself when you're in real estate. You are, you're everything. You're, you're a marketer. You are, you know, you've, you're the one doing the business. You're the one kind of handling all different aspects of it. And so from that, I, I learned, I mean, right off the top, I had a mentor. I, I was really thought coaching wasn't be, would be important for me. I had a coach um, and I knew and understood a little bit about marketing, but not a lot. And I did everything that the people who before me had done to be successful. I just followed the, you know, followed the plan, put the hard work in because you have to work it, you know, you got to get out there and do the, those things. And then, um, and then I became successful at that. And I did that for a long time. But you However, also made adjustments too. So you made adjustments yes. based on what they were doing incorrectly. Now, how did you learn about, about that? Just by asking questions from past readers? Yeah. You know what? Um, I, well, I kind of had my, well, one of the things I noticed right off the top is they had made some changes to their marketing. They had changed the logo of the magazine. And I thought, why are they changing this brand? That's such an important brand. They tried to spell it out 110. I thought, that just that doesn't feel right anymore. And they, I they, remember them doing yes. that. And I remember thinking, what are they doing? <laughs> yes. So it was like, what are they thinking? And then, um, I will just say that I just thought, you know what, crunching the numbers. I'm like, you know what, if, if we can do this and save money here, um, we can do this. And it, I'll tell you in the beginning, we were every other month published, publishing every other month. And we I remember to that too. Up. I remember that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had to build back up. So it was a, I had to learn the business. I was, um, I kept on one of the founders, Don Huntington, the, the, who, who is the writer and editor of the magazine uh, back then. And he was willing to stay on board and he was willing to teach me the business, him and his wife. So I, I had a good plan of action as far as, okay, these are the people that are going to teach me the business. And um, because I had a sales background and a marketing background already in, you know, in real estate and, um, uh, so I had that type of experience that I brought to the table. And then I really understood my area. You know, Brentwood is a specific demographic. And so I, you know, I knew my demographic and it's really important to know the area that you're in as well. So, you know, I did do a lot of homework and then I really thought to myself, um, if this, is this something that I am passionate about? Because 
that's the bottom line. You, you have to be passionate about whatever it is you're doing. Otherwise, you are going to, you know, lose your momentum and your motivation if you don't have any passion. So some people thought, oh, you're crazy to go into something that you don't know. But I already knew I was passionate about the magazine. I, I used to read it month, every month. I read it cover to cover. I would follow my husband around. I'd read articles to him because he doesn't even care to open the magazine. But I didn't <laughs> care. I'm like, you're going to read this article and you're going to love it. And I would tell all my friends and people, did you read this article? And I would share it with... Um, when I was in real estate, I would share it with people who were new to the area. And um, so I, it's something that I enjoyed, you know, so it was something that I wanted to be a part of. So I'm happy I, I got that opportunity. So, and obviously you've had some struggles. So tell us like when you had struggles, how did you get past that? Because I know a lot of our listeners, no matter what profession they're in, they're, they struggle at times. It's not always, you know, somebody, what's that saying? It's, what is it? It's like, it's amazing how lucky you get when you work hard. Right, like some people just think that it just naturally happens, but really, there's no such thing as luck. It's hard work. So when you're Absolutely. having hard times, what do you say? Well, you know, to me, um, you, it, you, it's kind of your. I feel it's your belief system as well. And there are times when um, you can let that belief system sway uh, back and forth to me. And so for me, I um, in the past when I when things have been difficult, uh, I I think about okay. I believe that an idea can turn something around. I believe that, um, uh, uh, you know, I can go out there and, and get some customers and I can get people to want to um, advertise in the magazine or I believe in my, my team. So I kind of go back to that. Okay, um, what are my beliefs? And, and that is, I, I want to say that's probably what has pulled me through that. Okay, this is something I believe in. And then a new idea does come to me or a new idea from a teammate. I get my team together and I say, okay, what are your ideas? I'm, I'm out of them. What do you guys have to say? And, and then I'm, I have the ability, because we are a small company, to capitalize and to really um, uh, put those ideas into fruition. And so a lot of times what we have done is always been like, oh, here's a new idea, a fresh idea. Let's go out and work on that or let's share that with people. And then I, it builds momentum and it, it brings new energy to what we're doing. And we're able to hit our goals or we're able to, um, to um, get people excited about the magazine. And, and, and there's always changes. I mean, now it's, we're getting into a digital um, age. And that's, and so we constantly have to educate people because yes, I, we want, we've been digital. We've had the digital, the publication digital for 13 years. We were the first, that's the one, one thing that I did immediately. I said, I need a digital publication as soon as I bought the magazine. And so we went live digitally and now it's all about a lot of social media. So now we're incorporating that, but it is, it's the whole package because people love the mag if we could just be digital, that would save us a lot of cost. But people still love reading magazines. There's something about a magazine. It's beautiful. It's got gorgeous photos. It falls in your lap because we literally put it in your lap because we go from door to door and deliver it to you. And um, so those are the kind of things that um, that we are, we're, we're constantly working on. I mean, we're, we're constantly Evolve. Innovative. You're, you're, yes. What I hear you saying is we're innovative. We're willing to change. I'm willing to ask questions. I'm willing to adapt. And, yes. um, you know, I read a lot of books. I'm like a fanatical reader. And one, I love it. I love it. So one of the things that, that I've learned from um, a lot of the successful people is that, that they have a strong belief system. One, one of the most common denominators between people that are ultra successful and people that are not is that they believe in what they're doing. They believe that no matter what, they're going to succeed. Like they have that belief. Like for me, I know I'm, 
I'm the number one trainer in the world. Okay. I know that. Like, I know I'm there. I can see myself on a stage in front of thousands of people inspiring and encouraging them. It's like, I don't care. I already know it. Like it's happening right now. Right. Like that's my, my ultra belief system. And for you, you believed and knew that it would, would happen and you can actually change your beliefs. So if you're listening to this, you're watching this, understand that you have the power to, can, to, to make yourself great or you have the power to not because whatever you believe it's going to happen, right? I mean, truthfully, all the research, scientific research, doctors say that the way that you think about things, your belief system creates your reality. So we've got to get you thinking on a positive, positive note. I, I mean, and, and you have such energy and enthusiasm. You can tell you are so passionate about what you do. And I have to just tell you, I love you. When I say that, I mean like, Aww. just even talking to you now, I love how you can just tell that you care about every, what you're doing. You care about people. You care about making an impact. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're and I love you too. I love you too. I love how authentic you are, how you, you're yourself and you just put it out there and you're just go, go, go. I'm, I'm a lot of go, go, go too. Yeah. And, um, but I feel as if you have really um, taken the time. People don't realize all the hard work and time and effort that you put into everything that you do and all the research and, and, and definitely to me, educating yourself, reading the books. Um, I, I I'm all about that. I'm all about aud audible books now too, because it's, oh, me too. it's easy. Yeah. I listen to audibles when I'm at the gym while I'm getting ready. Like I'm in mean, constantly, people are like trying to talk to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to my book. Like, what do you need? Like, <laughs> my, my, it's actually kind of a problem I have, I think. <laughs> but even more than listening is you've got to implement too. So yes. being willing to even maybe read less and implement more. And as you're listening to this, like think about what can I take away from this and add to my business so I can change, not just my business, but change my life. Because many times when your business changes and you're excited, everything around you starts to change, you know, and Absolutely. that's just what I noticed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I would just say having fun to me, an important part of what I do. I, I want to have fun with it. I want to have fun with the people that I'm working with. I want to have fun and think about um, what it is that I get to do when I read my, the magazine at the end, when the magazine comes out at the first of the month and I, I reread all the stories and I just feel like, wow, I'm so proud to be a part of somebody else's story and to be sharing that. And, um, and I have to remind myself, yeah, there's a lot of hard work. Don't get me wrong, but having fun when I get those moments to have fun is it, it makes it, it makes it all worthwhile for sure. Oh, it's so, so true. Trish, <laughs> you know what I love about you is you're such a philanthropist. And so I have this project that I'm doing and I would love for you to be involved. Basically, I'm going to do this, this whole thing for my local community where I involve 25 local businesses that are willing to give away something super big of value so people could enter to win prizes. So then how that helps us as a local business is they have to give us their name, phone number, and email. So we get their contact information to future market to them and to retarget to them. Right. Awesome. And also we are going to be exposed to their social media because they have to tag our business. I'd love to have the one, 10 magazine if you're up to it like want to be in this free giveaway absolutely i'm what all over it i would love to donate something can i donate a two-page yeah, no, so spread what? yes a two-page spread oh my gosh what is that valued at that is valued at fifteen hundred dollars Oh my gosh. So that's so awesome. Yes, it's gonna totally help the community and the nice thing is somebody can tell their story Absolutely. Exactly. Okay. Yay. Okay. So just to let everyone know that's as easy as it is. You come up with these amazing ideas. You support local businesses. Now by doing this, the cool thing about it is that we're going to be supporting other local businesses. There's Pepper. Supporting other local businesses and supporting some people in the community to be able to get free cool stuff. Okay. So you're down.
Yes. I'm oh here. my gosh. I love you. Okay. So, um, I always ask every single person on every single podcast, if you could give one piece of valuable information to impact somebody's business and life, what would that be? What would that one piece of information be to do? Um, I would say, oh gosh, um, I would say be fearless. I, to me, when you, if you, if it feels like something that it's telling you, you need to do it, listen to your intuition more over anybody else. Listen to your own intuition. And I, like I said, my guru mentor, Helga, she told me, don't you dare get that magazine. And she's, you know, knows what she's doing in life when it comes to real estate. But when it came to what was best for me, something told me, you know what? She doesn't know what's best for me. I know what's best for me. And um, so I, I would just say, go with your gut and be fearless. That is such great advice. I was, I was told the same thing when I wanted to be, uh, go into coaching. My lovely parents were like, what are you doing? Why would you, why would you ever do that? And, and they didn't mean to like hold me back. Yeah. They were like, you're already so successful. Why would you change? Like yeah. normal people don't leave a career doing as well as you are to be a coach. Like no one's going to pay you money to coach them. And I was just like, yeah, they will. I'm doing it. You know? Yeah. So thank God I didn't, I didn't listen. And I was scared. I was scared because it, it, it was hard. I mean, I, yeah. I spent a lot of money and a lot of time, a lot of energy, made a lot of mistakes and I still am, but I'm learning and I keep growing and my, my company is kicking butt. So awesome advice. Be fearless. Trish. <laughs> Love you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate your donation. I cannot wait for that giveaway. And uh, I know this podcast is going to be so impactful for everyone. Thank you so much, Trish. I really Thanks. appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Remember everybody, it's great to learn, but if you don't implement, nothing happens. You've got to implement. Make it a great day. Thank you so much for a little bit of your time. And as always, I appreciate you.